Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chad. like an encapsulation video done, maybe one of those half-hour specials that you would have on VHF back in the day. And I can't recall if it was the 1988 or 1990 Oilers Stanley Cup Championship, and they ran with Tina Turner, Simply the Best, and it seemed apropos on a day like today, after Connor McDavid roared into Toronto last night, sure brilliance and scored frankly one of the most ridiculous goals you ever see to the point that even the home crowd in Toronto were clapping a la Real Madrid's fans with the likes of Ronaldinho and Lionel Messi at times this is Oilers now it is brought to you by Digitex by our lease your next network Office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one and owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. It is a uh, off day today, complete off day uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, but an on day. Well, some days are called on days for a show that is nicknamed O.N. Oilers now on 630 Ched. 630 Ched, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. Coming up on today's show. A complete recap of the Oilers' impressive 6-4 victory over the uh, New York Islanders. Uh, New York Islanders. Oh, how could I do that to Toronto? Uh, over the Toronto Maple Leafs last night. Uh, 
a game in which after the game, Sheldon Keefe said that was the uh, best uh, team had played against us for a while and, frankly, the best team we played in a while. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to tip your hat to the opposition in this world. And I know that for uh, some members... Uh, of the media, that's a, that's a hard thing to do in the center of the hockey universe. Uh, but anyhow, bottom line, the Oilers went into Toronto last night, beat them, and frankly could have beat them worse than they did. Uh, the Oilers' out, uh, best players totally outplayed the Maple Leafs' top players in the course of the game, and then of course the sixth and final goal was just obscene as Edmonton gets the six-four victory. So we'll have a complete recap of last night's game. At 12.35, Sportsnet Specky's in Toronto. We'll talk to him live at 12.35 on today's edition of Oilers. Now get his thoughts at 1.05. It is an off day, but uh, the Oilers were kind enough. And uh, we've been working on this for a while. Sort of a midterm report with Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. You're going to want to hear this conversation. It has not aired anywhere at this stage and uh, if you're a fan of the Oilers and care about the Oilers, the tone that Dave has in this interview coming up perhaps is an illustration as to why maybe a team cannot get too high but not get too low when they're going through some difficult times because for a lot of fans and frankly for a lot of the critics of the Oilers who are maybe enjoying the 4-10-1 the and one run, here we go again, right? That was a concern. Well, Edmonton's right at the ship. They've gone 3-0-1 in their last four games. A time in which has coincided with the arrival of Kyler Yamamoto giving Edmonton a uh, second line. And who knows, there might be another move coming as well. Maybe not on this road trip, but at some point. Oilers General Manager, or Oil Kings General Manager, Kurt Hill will join us on today's show at 135. He's made a series of trades here over the last week. WHL trade deadline is on January the 10th. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in first place overall in the Western Hockey League. They can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion, Embers, at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. You can text us at 780-496-0063. It's our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any mini-sticks tournament. We're at Oilers now. That is the show Twitter account, which... It has more followers than some stations in town. Uh, you can tweet me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan S. Scott. Brendan with two E's, S. Scott with two T's. Reminder, Spec coming down the pipe at 1235. Today's Sportsnet's Mark Spectre for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The 7,000 men and women employed in the province's horse racing industry. Brendan S. Scott is back at the 630 Chad Studios. In Edmonton, again, the orders will fly tomorrow to Montreal. Brennan will be your lead host for tomorrow, so I will join you, uh, likely right from the uh, practice facility when the team gets in. But just in case there's a potential conflict in time, we're going to have Brendan uh, man the uh, man the show for us. Brendan, just before we go into the orders now, Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. The water cooler topic around the country was Connor McDavid's goal. But the overall performance of the Oilers 
was impressive as well. Edmonton dominated several of the shot metrics in last night's game. Do you? Did we lose Brendan? No, no, I've got you right here. Um, interesting to me that that all happened on the national stage, and and good for the Oilers for being able to pull it, uh, not pull it together because they had been playing well in the previous two games, but to to be able to have that kind of performance, especially on the road in Toronto where so many of the Oilers are from, that was a statement. And personally, I might be a little bit down on this goal. Obviously, it was absolutely spectacular, but I don't think that that was his flashiest goal. I wouldn't go that far. It was still incredible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the degree of difficulty, maybe not there, but who he was going up against and Morgan Riley, that plays part of a factor in it as well. Uh, and the national scope in Toronto. And make no mistake, and I want everybody to know this right now, um, 90% as an example of the media people that work in the Toronto market do not spend their time belittling the city of Edmonton or the Western outposts. I mean, the thing that Elliot and me have going on on Fridays, that's a, that's a, that's a joking give and take. Elliot obviously clearly respects the situation and the Oilers. Have uh, when you miss the playoffs 12 out of 13 times, an organization has to be humble because you're going to get kicked in the teeth once in a while. Now, for the guys that want to sit there and pile on and take shots at markets, it's like comedians that have to rely on fart or something else jokes. That's all they got. That's all the juice they got, right? So there's a, there's a couple Toronto based writers and one of them, I can actually both of them can really write. It's sort of sad that they go down that path. Um, but, you know, again, the majority of the guys have a tremendous amount of respect uh, for Ken Holland, for Dave Tippett. Uh, just as I respected Peter Shirelli before. It didn't work out for Peter. He made some mistakes. The uh, I, I will say this. I do sense that since the moment the Edmonton Oilers won the lottery in 2015, there's a lot of people in the Toronto market that do not believe the Oilers deserve getting Connor McDavid. But one thing that occurred last night on that goal, like here's the thing. When you go to Montreal, it's a celebration of the game. I may not personally like the politics of a lot of Quebec politicians, but the fans in Montreal are awesome. And they're knowledgeable, and they love and respect the game. When you go to Toronto, it's about Toronto. When you go to Montreal, it's about the game. And uh, last night, that goal was so good that it was about the game. And the other thing is, the Oilers, they house Toronto. Like, you know, now that Edmonton's got McDavid and Dreisaitl split up and Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins on the wings, uh, by the way, uh, yeah, with Dreisaitl, then you got Cassian and Neil running, and they were running around. That's like, you know, I know Brian Burks talked about in the past, this makeup of the Maple Leaf team. Like, Edmonton targeted some of Toronto's players. The Oilers were the better team. If they didn't blow a couple of assignments with their fourth line, with, you know, and unfortunately it's probably going to result at some point in a lineup change here. Um, you know, when the third man high blows this assignment and back-to-back goals at even strength. Edmonton might have run away from that game. Nonetheless, enough of me talking. Let's get to it. It's the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Work, where Jack Michaels with the call. Two major, major Canadian teams collide. Toronto's just chasing here. Another shot. Score! Oscar Kleffbaum finally threads it through. And the Edmonton Oilers take a 1-0 lead. Marner in front. Shot. What a Robbing John Tavares. David in over the line. 
trailer, James Neal. McDavid swings it over to Nurse, shoots and scores. 2-0 Edmonton. McDavid's got a second assist on the night. Up of the left circle, he'll swing it over to Caleb Jones. In front, one-timer score, Kyler Yamamoto. A beauty. Here's Jason walking in and wiring one past a befuddled Michael Hutchinson. Here's a lead pass in trouble. Rich shot score. Gautier set up by Marchman. And Toronto step forwards, keeping them in the game. It's 4-2. Justin Hall, open right circle. Rich on tiptoe. Here's Alex Chase on in over the line, stuck it inside, shot, score! Leon Dreisaitl buries it off the rush, 5-3 Edmonton. McDavid will transition offensively, Morgan Riley back, McDavid beat him, rich shot, score, beautiful move! Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley and then finishes off the Leafs by going upstairs on Hutchinson. That is obscene what Connor McDavid just did. I mean, you physically shouldn't be allowed to do that. And he went one-on-one against the Leafs' best defenseman and just addressed him. And this one is over. Edmonton. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rolls into Toronto and wins for the first time since December 2nd, 2010. And in the A-grade scoring opportunities, the Oilers easily could have won that hockey game. Uh, you know, like I said, six or seven and two. A couple other things here. I mean, the Oilers are in a five-on-four power play in Toronto. McDavid gets a partial break. Mark Marincin sticks his stick right in between McDavid's body and a stick. It's a hook all day. It should have been a penalty shot. It was more of a penalty shot than the play that Jack Eichel got the penalty shot on against Edmonton. They didn't call it, nor did they call a penalty. Uh, then after the McDavid brilliant goal, uh, right after McDavid got another opportunity cutting from his right to the left, and it just opened up for him in the leaf zone. And, you know, Kasperi Kapanen sitting there water skiing off McDavid, no call. There was two more uh, subsequent play. They totally managed the game once Edmonton got up to 6-3. Which is not to say the Oilers didn't get away with a couple finishing shots early in the game. As I mentioned, Cassian smoking John uh, Tavares. You had uh, James Neal engaging Justin Hole in a sequence. And then James Neal on one shift hit both Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. And it was awesome. So uh, the Oilers did some good things. One more thing, Brendan, you wanted to jump back in and we were just talking during the break here about something that I discussed uh, with Jack in the third period, like just the the pulling of Fred Anderson at uh, 3 nothing. I mean, I'm not convinced for a second that Chason scores on Freddie Anderson on that fourth goal. No, like, I think he stops that one. It's interesting, Bob, because how Sheldon Keefe has utilized his goaltending and split his goaltender since he's taken over seems to be, uh, you know, and there's always storylines coming out of Toronto, but that seems to be one of them, and that seemed a little bit quick to me. Three goals there, and, and it's not as if Anderson hasn't proven himself and proven his durability. So maybe a different story, but you know the Oilers and Oilers fans will take it. 
Yeah. Uh, and again, the Oilers leaned on the Maple Leafs. I mean, yeah, there was one big hit. Dermott got a piece of uh, uh, Nurse and popped him pretty good in the end boards. And actually, it was Jujar Kara that went back at uh, and Jujar has got to do as much as possible to stay in the lineup right now because there's other guys chomping at the bit. But Jujar went a bit back at Dermott. Uh, and then even after the goal, Riley got in McDavid's grill a bit. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, uh, the makeup of the Maple Leafs team, I don't know if they want to go down that path. And, you know, it's 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 funny with Toronto. Like, I, I thought they were going to beat Boston last year. They lost in seven. If Kadri doesn't take himself out of that series, maybe they beat them. They've even gone further in the other direction. And every team in the league saw how Boston beat them in, in the back-to-back playoff years. Uh, they've not won a playoff series. Uh, Toronto and Florida, the only two NHL teams since the 0405 uh, uh, lockout that have not won a playoff series, which at times I think is lost in some of the uh, incredibly uh, brilliantly smart uh, media people that are in this city, all of them. Uh, and somehow, you know, yeah, they're a 100-point team. They're a decent team, and they've been in a tough division. But the question is, are they built to win in the regular season and not in the playoffs? And conversely, the Oilers are trying to grow, and uh, they haven't been at the same level as Toronto the last two years. They obviously went further than them in 2016-17. All right, that's Let's uh, get to some post-game comments, and we'll start with Dave Tippett on Connor McDavid's goal. I was amazed that he was looking for, waiting for people coming behind him the way he was looking, and then I guess we must have been changing or something, so he decided to do it himself. But if you watch the video, it's unbelievable. He doesn't ever look towards the goal, and then all of a sudden he's in front of it. So that's, uh, you know, that's, that's Connor being Connor. That's Connor being Connor. And, uh, man, when he's on, he's the best. All right, uh, Tippett added some additional comments on the Oilers improved 5v5 play on this road trip. One of the biggest factors, I think, is we, we got to regroup a little bit and rest. We were in a tough, tough stretch there, and it seemed like every day guys were nicked up a little bit or, or tired. And uh, so we got to catch our breath. We, we had some good practices. We tweaked a couple little things that we think will help us. And, uh, and the guys have just come out and played real well. And we, we put a real onus on we have to be a better five-on-five team in the second half. And, you know, so far it's gone all right. One of the reasons why the Oilers have been better is they've got greater balance uh, in their top two lines. And Connor Yamamoto, another uh, goal last night. Great luck there from Caleb Jones. But Yamamoto stayed in the play, got interfered with. Uh, could have been a penalty call. Stayed in, the, stayed in the fight, got to an open spot, ripped one home. Here's Dave Tippett on Yamamoto's addition to the lineup. Uh, yeah, he's played real well. But today was probably uh, the one game he got a goal today, but... Maybe not quite as good today, but he, but he's been solid on that line. Solid on that line. He's given us a little balance there. Leon likes playing with him. That's a that's a good sign, and uh, that line has played well for us. So it's it's good for him to come in and contribute. You know, when you add a guy to your lineup that is a regular player and contributes, that makes you a little better team. So that's what he's doing. All right, so, uh, you know, the Oilers rolling with two big bodies, and Neal's been more physical since he's been up with Cassian. And I guess, you know, if you're James Neal, and you only have to worry about being the second toughest guy in your line because you got Zach Cassian, and you got Cassian running around a bit, uh, those guys are, uh, they're, they're forces uh, playing with New, uh, Connor McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Yamamoto with Settle. Now, I think that the best that Archibald and Shane have looked has been with Joe Kim Nygaard. Jason got one yesterday. Um, could be an interesting scenario moving forward with Haas. Who gets an opportunity in the left wing? 
You know, Jujar Kara was in fourth line left wing at some point here. I think the Oilers are going to test drive Tyler Benson. Don't know when it's going to be, but I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Just because I think we've all seen, and I think a lot of fans want to see it happen. They want to see what Benson can give Edmonton to maybe create even more balance up front. And, and again... I believe Tyler would need five or six NHL games to get a truer read. Yamamoto's made a quick impact. Should be an interesting uh, matchup in Montreal on Thursday. Let's go to Connor McDavid. He had this to uh, say on describing his goal last night. I'm just looking. I, I, you know, I knew Nuge was jumping, and the weak side D was jumping, so I thought, you know, maybe give him a chance to to make it an odd man rush, maybe two on one, and um, you know, and then just try to make a play. Um, that was it. And uh, Connor added an interesting comment after the game about. Liking to play here and liking to leave. Yeah, it's always busy. Um, you, know, you got people um, you know, hounding you for stuff, and um, but it's it's always fun to play here, um, and it's always fun to leave here as well. So um, it's it's. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, I guess we're back. <laughs> that made me chuckle. All right, uh, Darnell Nurse. Uh, the defense was part of the story last night, obviously. Clef Bomb and Nurse scoring the first two goals, and uh, all six Oilers defensemen had. Uh, I know Jack was able to dig up a stat. Um, courtesy of Oilers PR. Uh, first time in. Uh, since 1985 that all six defensemen had a point in the same game but nurse talked a lot about the orders improved five on five play just play um we've checked well that's checking well is, is giving us the ability to you know, get the puck in and you know in areas where we're getting outnumbered rushes the other way and um and we've been able to capitalize on them so that's that's kind of how it's been uh, on this trip we need to continue to do that we got uh, two two really good opponents coming up so uh yeah, this was a good game and now you celebrate it here and uh park it and move on to the next one there you go. So again, an off day for the Oilers uh, in Montreal uh, tomorrow for practice and play the Canadians Thursday. Unbelievable experience. More on that in the next couple of days in Oilers. Now, let's get into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time at elite promotional marketing. And here's Brendan Escott. All right, Bob, 12 games across the NHL this evening, including Vancouver visiting Tampa, Ottawa in Washington, Montreal is in Detroit, and Calgary invades Chicago. A couple of major moves yesterday evening saw David Poyle fire Peter Laviolette and his coaching staff in Nashville and replace them with former Devils coach John Hines. Now, Nashville has definitely underperformed this season, sitting sixth of seven Central Division teams and outside the playoff picture. Hines is just the third coach in franchise history following Laviolette and the long-tenured Barry Trotz. The Canucks, meanwhile, promoted Chris Gear to assistant GM, where he'll work alongside Jim Benning. Gear was previously a hockey Ops executive where he handled player contracts, the affiliation with the Utica Comets, uh, Comets rather, and some uh, business ops. He's now expected to handle legal and insurance affairs. The Condors are playing the Stockton Heat on the road tomorrow night. The Oil Kings will play in Moose Jaw tomorrow to start a three-game Saskatchewan roadie. Much more with General Manager Kurt Hill at 1.35 today. And the U of A Golden Bears start a home-and-home home with Mount Royal this weekend. That's on Calgary, in Calgary on Friday, back here on Saturday. 
All right, Sherwood Park Crusaders. Uh, what is going on with them and Brooks? And because uh, I hear there's a change. In, is it is it official? Are they now the number one ranked team in Canada? I don't think that the rankings have officially been released yet. I haven't seen them on Twitter. But uh, Crusaders picked up two more wins to move to 35 and three on the season. Brooks falling six five in dramatic fashion down the road in uh, Camrose. So quite possible that the Crusaders will be the best ranked team in the entire country for junior A hockey uh, as late as this afternoon. And Carter Savoy and Michael Benning uh, likely to go either in the second or third round. Uh, Savoy a forward, Benning a defenseman. They're pretty good, eh? Yeah, so suffice to say, that's probably an understatement. Benning is probably the best move, puck-moving defenseman that I've seen in the league. He is leading defenseman in uh, points with about 42 assists to go with several goals on the season as well. Carter Savoy can't help himself from scoring, Bob. It's unbelievable because it doesn't always look as fluid as it does with other players, but he gets the job done and he's kind of a pain to play against as well. So they should be drawing some serious attention from NHL clubs. And they're both going to Denver? They are both committed to Denver. Savoy a year earlier than Benning. All right, there we have it. 1227 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're going to have some fun when we come back. We'll hook, we'll hook up with Sportsnet Spec. Maybe play an audio clip too. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.